0: Corbin vs. The World was recorded in front of a live studio audience. The character of Corbin is a work of fiction and is meant to represent your hopes, dreams, and your fears, and bears no resemblance to the real Corbin, who actually hates music. Also, model trains. They're a huge pain in the ass. This show was produced without oversight or approval from the FCC, and listening to it is probably a crime where you live. All interviews, jokes, and statements are a figment of your imagination. No one was harmed in the making of this show, except our producer Chris who can't believe he actually had to produce a show for a goddamn robot. This wasn't what he signed up for. Corbyn would like to thank you for listening and encourages you to send him money because he can't get by on looks alone. Maybe if he gets voted People's Sexiest Man Alive. I wonder if they accept write-in votes. He'll pay you back eventually, he swears. Anyone who takes offense to any of the content on this show is politely invited to send their hate mail to Vladimir Putin. Go ahead, you coward. See where that gets you. Now sit back pour yourself a cool beverage and enjoy the ride
1: cloud studios
2: good Good evening and welcome to another edition of Corbin versus the World. I am your slap happy hero, Corbin David Albaugh, here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today and tomorrow on this, our first full week of April 2022. And I am happy and proud to be back In the hosting chair After serving my arbitrary suspension sentence From the big boss man on top If you want to know how it went Long story short, it sucked Because you see, being away from this chair From this microphone It hurt I was in a constant state of hurt these past week and a half. It hurt my soul on a spiritual and physical level because I am nothing without you, my beautiful audience. I am a flower without sunlight. I'm Kanye without Twitter. I'm a rave shaman without gas station ecstasy without this microphone without you. I am nothing. But that time of darkness is over. And thank God for that. Time flies when you're having fun. And that's why the last week took for fucking ever, because I was straight up not having a fun time cooped up in my house, waiting for the time to go by, pacing trenches into the ground, building model trains, playing Super Mario Odyssey, and trying not to focus on the fact that my place in the universe had been usurped by my very best robotic friend. And I hope you enjoyed this hosting chair last week, Rico, because I am never leaving this spot again, ever, for the sake of... Of the universe. I leave for one week, one week, and all hell breaks loose. The drummer for the Foo Fighters died in South America. Will Smith loses his mind. They eliminate Christy Brinkley on The Masked Singer. Bad, bad, bad news bears when Corbin goes away. That is my objective proof for the universe. So I am super glued, super taped to this chair. And Rico, understand, I don't hold it against you that you took my place, you were doing your job, you were following orders, I get that 100%, but guess what? You did something on this show that I cannot forgive. You said good things about Josh Hutcherson. He's so dreamy. And that's, like, if it's not the number one rule... On this show, then I don't know what it is. I think that's our only rule, to be perfectly honest, other than, I guess, don't kill things in the studio with the company gun. That's apparently a big one. But my personal rule that I always follow and I expect everyone else to follow is don't say good shit about Josh Hutcherson. He's the enemy. He's scum. He took my role in Bridge to Terabithia 20 years ago. And for that, he is persona non grata for the rest of his stupid Hunger Games life. And I know what you're thinking, Corbin. I know you're thinking, dude, it was 20 years ago. He probably doesn't even know who you are. Let it go. But did the American colonists let it go when the British enacted the Stamp Act? Did Michael Jordan let it go when he lost to the Detroit Pistons? Did Ralphie let it go when everyone told him that he would shoot his eye out with a BB gun in A Christmas Story? Hell fucking no, they did not. They took that hate. They did not let it go. They took that revulsion and elevated them into the League of Legends. Not the game, I'm talking about the metaphorical League of Legends with like backlighting and heart music in the background. And that is where I intend to stay and be and to throw hard candy at the shitty peons below me, like Josh Hutcherson, who you say good things about, and I can't allow. So as a punishment for Rico, I have locked him in his room and forced him to watch Blade Runner. And Blade Runner 2049. And if those run out, at least three Neil Breen movies to make him think about what he did as penance because that's what we do to traitors in this studio. We make them watch classic science fiction movies.
3: Let me out, you fucking disgrace.
2: (sighs) Not to mention that, but, and honestly, this is the main reason I'm upset, I have also been left with a list of new updated rules and regulations that I must follow when working in the studio. The no birds stipulation has been updated to include all kingdoms of animals, which I guess is somewhat understandable, but there's this other shit I'm reading here. um, Quote, under no circumstance will the operator of the studio purchase or consume any varieties of fried cheese, which For the record, not only includes mozzarella sticks, but also fried ravioli and Bosco sticks, which is, and I do not use this phrase lightly, pure authoritarian tyranny. Literally 1984. And I've got a lot of feelings that I'm feeling right now, but we are going to parse it out throughout this show. In the meantime, I've got some future classic tracks coming your way for your listening and life pleasure. This is a great new track from Block Party out of the UK. And this is called If We Get Caught.
4: Cool.
3: Terrified, I can't get off this ride. Tell me what's wrong inside. Tell me what's wrong inside. you
4: They will always find you and your cell phone is on The satellite's in space, it's fine us each charm Embrace the middle man, the little man, the butcher and his dog Turn on my baby eye, no need to wonder why The bullet and the vest We call the shake-up The make-up and the break-up The bursting off the vein That brings the blood to the chest Ain't got no other type Full up on means and rise A belly full of gasoline And a tongue that's turned black
2: Welcome back to Corbin versus the world. You just got done hearing if we get caught. A new single from the band Block Party. In my opinion, one of the best songs they have put out since their Weekend in the City album that came out 15 years ago, Jesus Christ Time Flies. If you have not listened all the way through their original debut album yet, please make that a priority in your life after this show is over. album is called Silent Alarm, one of the best albums of the last 20 years. I will fight you on that point anywhere, anytime, any place. In a box with a fox, I swear I will. So, I'm excited for the new album that they undoubtedly have coming out later this year. Next, we had Gentle Sinners, um fun band name there, collaborative project between these singers for The Twilight Sad and Arab Strap. Two of the most depressing bands in contemporary music right now, which obviously, thanks to the rules of addition, put it in the running for one of the most depressing bands of all time. So, fun band there. But the song is really damn catchy that you almost forget that you're crying while listening to them. So, that's always a good thing, at least in my experience. That song was called Face to Face after Wyman, or maybe it's women, the Y. I'm not sure who Wyman is. But shame on them for making both of those men so sad. And finally, we had a new track from Tears for Fears. Yeah, that. Tears for Fears, new music out from them. Album is called The Tipping Point, and it's a very much quality release. The song you heard was called My Demons, and it's probably my favorite track on the album. But I do promise that the whole thing is worth a whole sit-through. Just a good reminder that bands don't just run out of creative juice after a decade or two. Beat goes on, and the beat goes on. So, the Grammys happened this past weekend. That's all I'm going to say about it. I'm just acknowledging it in the same way that you, you know, acknowledge a relative on their birthday and then you proceed to forget they exist for the remaining 364 days. Just doing my due diligence. And while we're talking about award shows and beating things, might as well talk about the Oscars in all their ridiculous over the top Hunger Games glory.
3: Keep my name out your
2: fucking mouth. I'm going to. Okay. Now, I know you're bracing yourself, but I promise I'm not going to say very much about the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. It's been a week, but it already kind of feels like it's existed in our pop culture forever. Kind of like the late Betty White or The Simpsons. And very much like The Simpsons, there is absolutely nothing more funny to say about it, unfortunately. The comic mine has been stripped clean, and I am just a lonely Lorax wandering a once bountiful forest that has been cruelly stripped clean. I'm like a hyena finding an elephant that was killed a week ago, and I'm just licking it like a desperate hyena dipshit, trying to find a single shred of funny gristle that was left by the carry on birds that exist on Twitter and YouTube. So I don't really have anything like super fun to talk about it. But if we're going to be completely honest, if we're just laying our heart out on the table, which, you know, I love to do and my therapist has encouraged is a good thing. I will say without context, I'm a supporter. Of award show violence. And I might just be saying that because I'm really sleep deprived, and I just got done watching eight straight hours of WrestleMania, both nights, one sitting, double heading it. I had pizza, it was great. And I am a big fan of big spectacle aggression. Obviously, same reason I watched Judge Steve Harvey. And if anything, there should be more fights on award shows. Like if there's a tie in in the studio or academy voting. Make it a trial by combat. Like when they said that La La Land beat Moonlight and they were like, oopsie boops, we lied, we messed up. Why not settle that with a submission match between Ryan Gosling and Mahershala Ali right there on top of the podium while everyone in tuxedos watch?
3: I'll show you a trial by combat, you fucking baby. Let me out of here.
2: And at the very least, it might awaken something beautiful in some of the viewers and... As a bonus, we would settle things the old fashioned way with some celebrity blood and guts. Or just to spice it up a little bit, maybe take a card out of Nickelodeon's playbook and have like a secret slime action. Like if you say Julia Roberts' name twice in a row, you get boom, slimed. Or it doesn't have to be Julia Roberts. She might get mad, but whoever would be okay with it. I think it would add a lot of suspense. It could ruin some high-end dresses which could be entertaining and there is a much lower chance of lawsuits and controversy because of no actual physical assault because slime isn't physical assault I think lawyer questions anyway I don't think there's a downside to it so Oscar producers you have my number I'm going to play you some more hot tunes I'm talking to you the viewer not you the hypothetical Oscar producer no more this is princess Nokia no effort
0: I need y'all to know it's no competition, bitch. You could never, bitch. You see me and you
5: see you. (laughs)
6: And I think rap is back. I'm in the ice cream track. I got the ice cream song. I just cheat and strong. Baby rip the bong. Mark Jacob shirt with the sleeping thong. It's a hot girl summer and I put up on my bike. It's a wet hot summer and I feel like cherry pop. Get a threesome going, cause you know that's what I like. It's a old girl party and they fucking right outside. Wet hot summer, wet hot summer. Going everywhere. I'm a track star runner. So be in the jeans. I'm a mad hot stunner. I'm a babe star girl and these boys all bummer. Boys all funny, I don't want no part. Six five steps for me with the playboy heart i'm the ufo in the sky with the stars with the trip pants on come fuck with this art look at me so clean no effort ponytail ripped jeans no effort face clean gold ring no effort insane my chain big pressure look at me so clean no effort ponytail ripped jeans These bitches want. I ain't got shit for them. These bitches is still basic, like they shop on for them. These bitches is still basic with the ten-spot dress. These bitches is still basic in they rainbow best. If you think you doing something, I think the fuck not. I put you on blast and blow up your side. Bluff off your top and make you all drop your dick with your mouth these bitches would suck cock i've been parting off the waters when the waves get hot ain't no other bitch like me that could take my spot when i hit the stage running bitches can't drop i've been signing groups call them take the top and it you you wondering i'm from harlem babe i'm the diplomat girl with the harlem shape i'm on first ad gang we at Hachi's, babe you don't know me now you just know my name Look at me, so clean, no effort Ponytail, ripped jeans, no effort Face clean, goat ring, no effort Insane, my chain, big pressure
4: Sun spot, God, damn. another doctor, spot, the spot, and
7: la 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 la. la 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 la. La 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 la. your hands up.
4: the back with a blast to back pause to making music though the record store's all gone streaming service get the money not the artists. they use you up chop you up till you saw dust then they warm their homes with it, just murder i'm gonna need a lawyer any further if was a bitch or a fake or a runner and that's the only reason that i love this. snakes in the club like bitch get off me why cops see black see guilty i am never gonna let your ass stop me I keep your hands up and keep bouncing all with my ride getting high i ain't perfect Let's go crazy. Bitch, don't face me. Swing, I'm waiting. They want to psych you out. They just lazy. And I'm a viper. Bite to bitches hating. You smelly diaper type. You're just a baby. Fuck you like a nine to five. I'm never slaving. Dempsey thinks this rapper's fine. Your baby's leaving. Be in your town for just the evening. Fake managers drowning in the deep end. Paperwork. I want receipts here. Uh, you never love me playing victim. Yeah. They try to play me, motherfuck them. I never stay in my place. I'm never hush shit. Commercial radio, no soul. It ain't Change Changing the lane and mash on competitors' Again. in the back with a plastic bag Fuck the radio, underground is king Back to sunspot, got that Back to sunspot, got that Dope to dope
7: of music
5: She's so forswaying She's so persuasive that marijuana she's so flirtatious how does it feel to be so persuasive used? that marijuana she's so flirtatious how Keep does it, it feel to be used? feel like the feeling of a soup press feel like i feel like i got no press feel like i feel like i need it rest. No. The season I should let go, and that's the reason I'm a bamo. Well, is the season I should fly so low. I'm so sedated, and she's so persuasive. This isolation, so sweet, you could taste it. She's so persuasive, that marabona. She's so flirtatious. How does it feel to be so persuasive, that marabona? She's so flirtatious. How Keep does it, going.
3: it feel to be? Ooh.
2: Welcome back to Corbin versus The World, drinking and spreading the milk of human kindness. I'm your mild-mannered milkman, Corbin David Alba. Your first track in that rotation was by Princess Nokia, great lady boss rapper who's had a pretty stellar past few years. She had two albums out in 2020, one called Everything is Beautiful, the other called Life Sucks, such as the duality of life. That was a new single she has called No Effort. Feel like she's underselling herself just a little bit there. Great stuff. Next, we had West Coast Underground rapper named Sunspot Jones, Jones with a Z, telling us to get our motherfucking hands up, which I certainly did oblige. I prefer to think that the song is just giving directions for proper yoga technique, but I'm probably wrong. That track was called Tiger Fight which is not something I recommend doing in the main without proper training. And rounding us out, we had Doechi, talented rapper-singer out of Florida. She's on a real up-and-coming angle as well. 22 years old, done tours with SZA. Hopefully some big, exciting things from her in the future. That track was called Persuasive. Uh, She also has a song called Yucky Blucky Fruitcake. Which I mentioned mainly because that's just a fucking amazing song title. So check her out. Circling back to an earlier discussion, you know, watching the Oscars or WrestleMania or any of the other uh, huge cultural mainstays that I took in over my week in exile, it always fills me with this giant burning hammer of creative inspiration, seeing all the wonderful imaginative projects being brought to life and on display on a big entertainment conveyor belt. And as a kindred creative spirit, it always fills me with this determination to create something as equally tremendous. And granted, this show that I do on a weekly basis is rewarding in its own wonderful weekly way. But is this show going to get me in a room in a shiny tuxedo surrounded by beautiful people that are wearing outfits that they stole from the Hunger Games set? I don't think so. And that's why I've been giving a lot of thought to opening up some old side projects of mine, particularly, specifically a screenplay that I've been spending quite a few years on, and it's called Corbin vs. The World The Movie. See, I wanted to pitch it on the show first and see what kind of social media play I would get from it. And uh, to to be honest, you all listening, you're, you're a focus group of sorts. I don't have executives in a screening room. I have a studio and a microphone and tens and thousands of eager ears. So I want to know what you think. It's obviously not a finished product. You know, as my Uncle Cletus used to tell me, good screenwriting is like jazz. Sometimes you're just muddying around in the dark, trying to make sense one note at a time. Or in this case, one line at a time. So, the pitch is, the hero of the movie... Um, his name is Corbin, obviously, but, you know, obviously it doesn't need to be a him either. Right now, I'm trying to make the character kind of gender non-specific, mainly so I'm not limiting myself with casting possibilities. Like, I'm open to Corbin being a cisgender white man, but I could easily see Corbin as a female character as well. Like, I watched an episode and a half of Euphoria, and I think that Zendaya could play a really Good. Corbin, just in my humble opinion, I haven't written any like indicators like that into the script. Uh, she's not returning my emails. And so that's why I'm kind of leaving the identity question open for the time being. But anyway, Corbin, main character. They're a podcaster. huh? Right. what well, you know, right. The podcast is super popular. Everyone loves it. Corbin does the conventions and shit that you know, podcasters do, I I guess. Then one day, they catch a shady deal being done between the government and their podcasting company. And they find out that that company is super shady and corrupt. And the corporation that that Corbin works for, they're super evil, like James Bond villain level. Uh, They are from Finland, and their name is jume i'm still working the details on that that's the a working title. And so, Corbin mounts this heroic campaign to fight back and spread the truth about Joom, but they sabotage him and character assassinate him and replace him with a robot clone. And that's like the end of the second act. And I'm not really sure where, where it ends from there. That's why I'm still kind of working out. But I do know that there's going to be a dance sequence set to Seeger Rose, and I want the main antagonist to fall off a roof. At the end, at at the climax, because I think that would be super cool. Uh, it would be like an homage to to Wiley Cody, but like you know, sadly poetic. Anyway, the the clerk at Trader Joe's that I pitched this to yesterday, he also said it was a really cool idea. Anyway, I actually just got a new idea. Maybe the corporation isn't called Joom. Uh, maybe, maybe, just thoughts. They're called Tomb. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that, that sounds better. So I got to fire up Final Draft, you know, because I'm a writer, and uh, put some edits on that bad boy. So while I firm up my screenplay, I'm going to punt you to some more tunes. Speaking of screenplays, I got some angsty prog rock to throw your way. This is proper, the period at the end, and their song, Shuck and Jive. Go. Welcome back to Corbin versus the World, where miracles happen every day. I am your master of miracles and magician, Corbin David Alba. You just got done hearing Shuck and Jive by the band Proper. Once again, that's a period after the Proper out of Brooklyn. That was off their new album called The Great American Novel. I was pleasantly surprised to find that it was not a spoken word rendition of The Road set to steel guitar. That was a nice find, but the album is very intense, very layered record there check it out speaking of intense the next track that you heard was intrusive thoughts always by hey I-L-Y, that's hey, comma, I-L-Y. A lot of punctuation in this rotation. I don't know about you, but my intrusive thoughts don't really sound like uh, shredding synth math sounds. More like a discordant harp sound, like a Joanna Newsom album on a handful of downers. But hey, I-L-Y, hail from the land up north in Billings, Montana. Filled with all the anger that you would expect from being in Billings, Montana. Uh, I was there once. I saw a moose head on a pickup truck. That's a true story. It was weird. That was my Billings experience. So, I get it. Hey, I-L-Y. I get it. Although, I wish you had an easier fucking band name to say. Finally, we had a new buzzy band out of the UK called The Mysterines, which admittedly sound a bit like an alien race from an Ed Wood movie, but they play some intense and sexy garage rock. They got a great new album out called Reeling that you can stream now. That track was called Life's a Bitch, but I love it so much. Story of my life, Mr. Eanes. During our musical break, while I was hastily changing all the jooms to pooms on my screenplay, I was struck by something that we'll just call the elemental spirit of creativity. I realized that I could sit here and grit my teeth and be angry that I had to miss a week or two from my show I could be angry that I was betrayed by my very best robotic friend who also massages my feet against his will. I could be angry that I'm subjected to a bunch of unreasonable demands from my boss, that I sunk a week into my model train set, but I couldn't finish it because I was missing a number five nut screw. But I realize that is all the past. The past is in the past, and the future is in the future, and I am living in the present. And I should feel very hashtag blessed and grateful that I... Get to share my time and my words and my tunes with a beautiful, wonderful audience like you. So, I have been visited by the three ghosts, Christmas past, present, and future during that musical break. After I get done with this episode, I am going to go unlatch the deadbolts on Rico's prison. I'm going to turn off Blade Runner, and we're going to go somewhere outside the studio to go get some mozzarella sticks. Because life is too short to spend angry all the time. Maybe one-third of your life, but not all the time. And I'm going to take all that anger and that rage, and I'm going to put it into my screenplay. So thank you, as always, for listening to this show. It's a labor of love, and I hope you enjoyed. You can follow my exploits and songs of the day on my Instagram at Corbin versus The World. And also show a little love and support to our parent network, loudspeaker.org. Listen to our stream, check out our other shows, take a moment to sample our beautiful, lovely buffet table of wonder. And hey, tell your bestest friends in the whole wide world about our show or tell your enemies to let them know how not cool they are. I am also filled with gratitude during this showtime because one of my favorite nostalgia bands from the 2000s the Gaslight Anthem are getting back together for a new record and new tour. Hooray! Millennial babies will fondly remember songs like The 59 Sound 45 and other songs that don't feature numbers. I'm going to close out this show with a song off their singer Brian Fallon his solo album that came out in 2016. The song is called Amongst Other Foolish Things. It's really good and wistful and stuff. And that is a note that I will leave you on for tonight's show. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week, dudes and dudettes. Appreciate you.
1: Where I'm living, I got a disco outside of my window. I love all these kids, but the good times are killing me. I got a picture of you on the dashboard, so I can feel like you're watching right over me. I hope someday you're going to move to the city, because the lights in this town, they don't brighten up anything. And they say such foolish things like, love, 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 love is all you But everything inside is say in danger, baby. Love's gonna leave. So I beg your sympathy. Have mercy on me. Cause I've been hurt, I've been stung by the good neighbor love Till I threw my own heart in the sea. Among other foolish things. And I don't mind the nights in the low light. We spin round like records in the apartment. You still remind me of Marion Faithful, looking like a picture taken out of the 60s. And we say such foolish things like love, love. I've been hurt, I've been stung by the good name of love Till I threw my own heart in the sea Among other foolish things We never
2: Welcome back to Corbin vs. The World, where we drink and spread the milk of human kindness. I am your milkman.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, you like that one, bitch? Yeah, I bet you do. Robert Downey Jr. is Zen milkman. <laughs>
3: Coming this way. <laughs>
2: I'm like, how fucked up can I make these
3: intros?
2: (laughs) You know, I was. Hello, ladies.
1: Referred to himself as a
3: milkman.
2: I'm the milkman.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Go, I
1: guess.
2: Fuck yeah! (laughs) I am your mild mannered milkman, Corbin David Alba. Shut the fuck up! It's not that funny. What you think it's a joke? <laughs> <laughs> what if I respect milkmen, Chris? Like, haha, <laughs> ha, funny, <laughs> like funny, like a fucking clown, like a, like a, like a fucking clown. milk clown. <laughs> what am I, a fucking two percent joke to you? <laughs> Fuck at <in> my face. <laughs> I will not do that joke.
3: <laughs>
4: do the joke.
3: Just do it just fucking do
2: it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Nothing's funny. Ukrainian war. Um <laughs> Greetings children, we're going to talk about poetry and shit. Shut the door, Chris. <laughs> Shut the fucking door. <laughs> Welcome back to Corbin versus the world where miracles happen every day. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: this has been a listener supported production of loudspeaker studios for more on this and other programs visit loudspeaker.org